Welcome to the third episode of Thinking Out Loud for PIDP 3240. This is your host, Pia. I came across this editorial by Neil Selwyn, which appeared in the journal Learning Media and Technology in 2016 regarding the politics of language used in education technology. In this episode, I shall summarize his editorial and share my thoughts about it. The editorial is entitled, Minding Our Language, Why Education and Technology is Full of Bullshit and What Might Be Done With It. Selwyn talked about the rhetoric used in EdTech, which majorly highlights good and great things about technology and education, but not the downside or the possibility of it not leading towards learning. He talked about how EdTech terminologies are value-laden. For example, there is an assumption that technology-enhanced learning leads to absolute learning and does not leave for the alternate possibility that it might not. He discussed that contrary to what most people think and what edtech companies want to project, technology is not apolitical. Similar to what advertising, real estate, and political speech writing does, edtech uses language that is not neutral and often self-serving. This rhetoric promotes the interest of certain businesses, political or social groups, and disregards the reality that there are, I quote, inequalities and injustices associated with education and technology, end of quote. He adapted the term used by Frankfurt called organized forgetting to describe the current edtech speak. Organized forgetting is, I quote, language that is excessive, phony, and generally repeated quite mindlessly and without any regard to how things really are. End of quote. Further, he added that there is a lack of critical discussion about the political economy of digital education and the corporate reforms of public education, which allows misdirection and misdescription of digital technology to exist. Selwyn challenges all stakeholders, including educators, to be mindful of the language they use in education technology to counter this organized forgetting. Some of the ways he proposed are... 1. Reverting to neutral terms when referring to digital technologies. For example, students instead of learners, teaching management systems instead of instructional learning environments, and required response instead of cafes, hangouts, or hubs. 2. Honest disclosure or declaration of the likely uses of digital technology that unmasks the functions and expose the political intent of the said technology. And 3. Allowing stakeholders like students teachers, parents, curriculum developers, employers, and designers to speak out more about the gains and loss, real-life and not-so-glorious realities and histories of these digital technology in education. My thoughts are, a lot of the value-laden terminology cited by Selwyn are used a lot in PIDP 3240, especially in Bowen's Teaching Naked book. However, I do not view their use in a negative way. I do think that some terms send a message to people that all digital technology leads to learning when in fact there are cases when they don't because the technology was not appropriate for the learning objective or some other reasons. A case in point is how a literature review done by Craig and Armenic showed that there is very little valid research done on the effect of PowerPoint on learning outcome, which I talked about in my previous episode. Moreover, that a cursory search of articles online about digital technology yielded mostly positive effects of the technology, but not so much on the non-insignificant nor negative findings about its use. 
I can't help it but to think of how big computer software and hardware corporations push for and make tablets and phones a necessity in the classroom and then think about the parents who are cash-strapped and forced to buy these gadgets for their children because the school requires them to do so. In closing, I agree that we must become critical users of digital technology and that we have to be mindful that we do not paint it as the silver bullet to solve all teaching and learning problems. Using neutral language is the first step we can do. This is all the time we have. If you are interested to read this editorial, please refer to the link found in the description or comment section of this podcast. If you want to follow me, my Twitter handle is capital P, capital C, capital K, small caps O, L, B, A. Thank you.